Welcome to Soul Travel with Darren. This is episode number 47. And today I'm going to be talking about a few things that um, you might want to know when you travel overseas, if we ever travel again. And this episode is not going to be really for just solo travelers, but um, it'll help anybody who's traveling, um, solo or not, but probably for the first time travelers. Actually, maybe not even first time travelers because I was traveling for like 15 years and I was still naive even two years ago. And I'll get into it. So the first thing you need to know, and I've mentioned it probably a half dozen times throughout this whole podcast, is that the world is is modern. The world is the same. The world is flat. There's no matter where you go, you're going to feel like you're in the states, and, and to and to a certain extent, some places more, some places less. But for the most part, you're never going to feel completely disoriented. And what is interesting about that is that I thought, even up like until like two years ago, I thought the rest of the world didn't have what we have here in America. And it was kind of like, I guess, naive, I guess. I don't know. But I was thinking, well, here's what happened. So I was going to Croatia last year, maybe two years ago. I can't remember. But... And I had met a girl in Vegas, and I had, and she was Croatian, and she was from Zagreb, and so I was talking to her before I went to um, Zagreb, and I was thinking, like, you know, do you want me to bring you anything? Do you want me to bring you like a iPhone or a MacBook or 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 even jeans or something or a leather jacket or something stuff that you can't get in Croatia? And she's like, no, Darren. She's like, no, that's okay. We have everything here, whatever. And I was like, okay. And I don't know what I was thinking. I don't know if I was thinking it was like the 1980s or something where you still had the old, uh, I guess, I don't know if Yugoslavia was in the, the. Um, I guess they were behind the Iron Curtain. Yeah. So anyways, so I thought, I guess I was thinking it was like those old days, right? So they didn't have anything. They had to import cigarettes and jeans and all that. Well, I got over there. And they have more stuff than we have. I mean, you they had the latest iPhone, I don't know, 14 or whatever. They had the latest MacBook Pro. They had everything that you could possibly want. And so I was like, well, that's just, you know, it's, it's just my being my naive. I thought I was, you know, going to help out and bring smuggle some, you know, phones in or something, whatever. But they have it all. It's like yeah, I would have probably tried to smuggle in a iPhone 11 or something and they would have been like uh we've already had these like three years or something but nevertheless though so again you don't have to help out anybody you know in, in any type of you know uh places outside the the U.S. and obviously like I said you you wouldn't think of that in London or or France or somewhere else where it's you know big city big western city but I thought, you know, going down to the former Yugoslavian, you know, Balkans, whatever, I thought maybe they don't have anything, but I was completely wrong. And so that's one thing to think about when you're going. It's like you'll feel very comfortable and they're not wanting for much. or Yeah, they're not wanting for anything, actually. And that gets me to, well, let me, that brings up another point that I'm thinking about now that I'm thinking about it. When you start traveling, and I think I mentioned this once before, you get an idea of what is like real money and what is, you know, decent money, I guess. Um, there's places where you go where the guys who 
they land, they come to the club in a helicopter and there's helicopter pad. There's a helicopter pad in a bar in um, Kiev and the average Kiev, the average Ukrainian makes $200 a month, right? But there's a part of Ukraine, just like Beverly Hills, there's a part of Kiev, just like Beverly Hills, where there's all the nice stores and all that. And it's a little, well, I guess it's a little misleading on the on both ends, really. I mean, $200 a month is not like $200 a month here. Um, they've already got like most of their stuff paid for already. They have their, their housing paid for. Um, most people don't drive. And so it's, I mean, it's not, you know, it's not a ton of money, but you, it's still, it's not the same as it is here. But nevertheless, the people who are wealthy, though, are really wealthy. And like I said, it's um, guys who, you know, they have $3,000 champagne bottles. They have, like I said, they literally come to the club in a helicopter. Um, and so you get a lot of that, like super, super wealthy money. And a lot of like business owners, a lot of, it seems like everything's like, black market or whatever, but I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to make assumptions, but there's, there's just a gap between people with money and people who are just the regular, you know, regular part of the the city. So anyways, um, so don't be surprised. Like I said, if you go somewhere and it's, you know, it's like a hundred bucks to get in or something like that. I mean, that's just, again, it's, some people have it different, but the other thing that I want to talk about is, um, you get when you travel somewhere and you land somewhere and you get an Uber. Sometimes you get a tour guide, a unofficial tour guide with your Uber. And so what that means is like you, the person who you know you sign up for the app or whatever, they pick you up, they take you to your hotel. But inevitably, I would say at least sixty percent of the time, maybe seventy percent of the time, my Uber driver says. Here's my number. If you need anything, call me. If you want me to take you around tomorrow, I will. And and I've taken a couple people up on it. And it's been so cool because you get like a, a tour guide to show you around the city, take you all the spots and all that stuff. And I was talking to my friend Sergio and he went to France um, last year, I think it was. And he was telling me how he did the same thing. He said his Uber driver from the airport took him to the hotel and then gave him some tips as far as the transportation, whether or not, I guess everybody was going on strike. And he told, he said it would be hard to get a a car to go to, I think Versailles from Paris. And he was super, super helpful. But anyway, so like the next day he comes out and he takes him and Sergio and his girlfriend around and then he has like, a, like I said, Sergio has like an automatic tour guide. And that happens all the time. And so when you go somewhere, the 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 Uber drivers, even the taxis, are super super nice. For well, I take that back. The taxis aren't nice. The Uber drivers are super super nice, and they will definitely help you out and maybe offer to take you somewhere. In fact, the Uber driver that Sergio was telling me about took them to Versailles, and he was from Versailles. Took him to like his favorite bakery. And, uh, and that was cool. So there's, you know, Sergio would have never gotten that, um, you know, probably in the U.S. anyway, for sure. But that, and, but that, like I said, that happens, you know, more than more than you think. Um, and so that's another thing that might surprise you that you, you know, pleasantly surprise you actually, is that you'll get a built-in kind of tour guide when you go overseas. And then, like I said earlier, um, you're uber drivers probably making you know that 200 400 a month 
average salary of the locals. And then when they take care of it, you can take care of them in American dollars, which is, you know, a lot more than, you know, the local currency usually. And so, I mean, I remember I took uh, Vitaly, my friend Vitaly, who's my Uber driver in Kiev. He took me around the second day I was there. And I think I ended up giving him 60 or 70 bucks when it was done, when it was over. And so that's, you know, I don't know how much that is of the salary, but it's a significant amount. Um, and I was happy to do it because he, like I said, he took me some cool places and he didn't have to do that. And he took me to the airport too, actually, um, when I left the, uh, when I left Kiev. So uh, super, super cool. Um, he's my friend on Facebook and Instagram and all that. And so you meet people who, um, you, you stay in touch with. And so that's that. Um, and that's it for this podcast. But I think something else I will say it, um, Please leave a rating and review, and I will see you next Thursday. Thanks.